everybody this is a side of tilt this is our third episode i'm your host matt uh i'm your other co-host uh anthony tran and uh last week we discussed having another co-host which uh is joining us today actually hi my name is raymond i'm the the editor of the videos and the guy in charge of our social media so and i guess i'm now part of the podcast race part of the squad now we got three yeah. members we're getting hyphy in here yeah now i do everything so i get a larger split than these guys ray is slightly sus though a larger split of zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, let's start it off. What is our first topic today, Tran? Uh, so in our first episode, we uh, it was just Matt and I, and we discussed our uh, kind of favorite game and uh, kind of most influential game, and I kind of want to go that way with Ray and kind of get his take. And so I think the first, I guess, question mainly towards Ray is, uh, what would you say is like, your favorite game that you play over the years? I, I think... My favorite game of all time, and I know it's like not the greatest game, but it it probably has to be Modern Warfare Two. I Ooh, think I, I I invested a lot of time in that game, and that's respectable. Yeah. That is a respectable that, game. That, that's like like I have a real passion toward first person shooters, just because I don't have the attention span to play like MMOs and RPGs. Um, and I like the competitive aspect to games, so Modern Warfare Two was definitely like. What kind of pulled me in further into that scene? I think um, I know lots of people who Modern Warfare Two was like their jam. Lawrence was, was like that. that way. I remember TJ and Tashib would be like, "I don't go to bed till I get a nuke." Yeah, no, we would, we <laughs> like we would we would play with them for yeah. hours just on yeah. our Xbox, just I, sitting there. I'd be more like, "I'm not going to bed till I get a single kill," and then I'd, I wouldn't go to bed. So <laughs> that's how good not I was. Per se, huh? I'm fucking trash at first-person shooters, man. I don't know what it is. I know I've seen it. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, I remember playing Modern Warfare Two. Is uh, definitely one of those games that I actually love too. Um, it was like it was around. It's around that era, like right when online gaming was like kind of exploding, and so getting the whole competitive aspect of it was just, just it was just different than what your like regular games was back in the day. I think. You you know what this reminds me of is how when we first hung out, Train, you were like a Halo Two god. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, that's what that's what introduced me into um, online play a lot. I think during that time, well, uh, we, we, we started becoming friends in seventh grade. So I was also playing uh, World of Warcraft then, but that was like yep. seventh grade me was like first walking into the doors of like online play. Like, I mean, I got like some seriously good friends from um, MMOs and online games. I In one of the guys I did the um, World of Warcraft with, he named his son's middle name Matthew. Wow. Yeah. I, that, yeah. I, I don't think it was specifically after me, but I think they had conversations and they're like, oh, Matt's a good name. And then they knew that was my real name because we were also friends on MySpace back then. So, Ooh, and I also remember going, <laughs> probably a bad idea, but I'm still alive didn't, <laughs> and didn't get a rapid, uh, went snowboarding with two guys who were in my guild in World of Warcraft, they picked up me and my friend Wilson when we were in, I think at that time, eighth grade. They flew into Reno to go snowboarding because Reno's very famous for its snowboarding and stuff like that. 
came by and picked me up. I told my dad that I'm going snowboarding with some friends, which is not a lie. But still really sus. Super sus. Bad, man. But, I mean, it sounds kind of crazy, and I think anyone else who has played a lot of, like, has played a game with someone for years, and, yeah, there's always that crazy story of that guy or that person being super, like, sus, you know. Um, I knew they were, like, good people. Um, just like how Dutran have you, you invited like a couple friends to your wedding without ever knowing them too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right? So I mean that it's it, back. I mean I look back at it and especially because like you know eventually I want to be a dad too. Um, that's there's no way I let my kid do that. That's fucking nuts <laughs> to let my kid have at that time. I think I'm older than the people who picked me up then, but I think they're like 25. Come by and pick up what 12 year olds, 13 year olds to go snowboarding. Fucking nuts. I don't think Chris Hansen would have approved that. <laughs> no, bad. <laughs> it's all super sus. Super sus. But we, I had a blast with Stobody with the North Star. Had a good time. Uh, it was it was. But like, that goes to the conversation of like, you know, online communities. And like, you know, at that, at that young age, it's like, uh, I mean, at least, for, at least for maybe myself, I was just, you know, playing video games all the time. So any human interaction I had was online, basically, right? But I've made, I mean, back in my Halo 2 days, I mean, I was... I must. I must have been playing like at least like fourteen hours a day or something like that. I was just on that game all day. And I made. I made. I made really, really great friends, and I, you know, I still talk to them to this day. And like they're, I consider them as like you know one of my really close friends. Even though like we, I've only met them like maybe a couple of times, but you know we're we're always down to jam games, and it's like it's really great to see you know like online. Well, is most situations online communities are really great. Yeah, was, we're talking about say, League of Legends is fucking yeah. tilting, <laughs> which is what we named this podcast after is how much uh, tilting League of Legends is. I don't want to get into that. The uh, <laughs> the Modern Warfare Two lobbies weren't exactly the friendliest. Let me let me tell that, you. I, I think Modern Warfare, Warfare Two was the the epitome of the tilting. Like, yeah. I fucked your mom, like that it, kind of that, shit. With the open voice channel and just like the accessibility because it was console. You just had a bunch of people who, yeah, the good old Xbox Live lobby. Yeah. I don't think Mi- was... I don't think Microsoft understood like what they opened up because World of Warcraft, <laughs> no. World of Warcraft had actually a very good community. Uh, it was very like helpful. You could I remember begging for gold and people being like, "Here's ten gold. Good luck, young guy. Go go get your mount." Like yep. if if like you had that same community of Modern Warfare, but put that into World of Warcraft. And I went, can I get 10 gold? Oh, my God. It, it, it would have been like, I'm going to fuck your mother with that 10 gold after I kill her. And then I'm going to stab you. Where do you live? It would have been terrible. You could have been like, oh, my God. That, that's the difference between like the, the first person shooters and the competitive game is that it, it's it's a free for all because you're all just against each other. And there's <laughs> it, it, you're not like you can't really help anybody. Right. Like, this is no point. You're just out there to. But, you know, I think, murder I, one think another. I think, you know, being verbally abused like that in such an early age, you know, build some character, you know, and you oh, yeah, suffer definitely. absolutely needed. Everyone needs yeah, to get absolutely needed. exactly. Everyone needs a 12 year old to tell you that they're going to fuck your mother or no, no, Listen, that they have sorry. fucked your mother. Yes. Listen, I got bullied growing up. And then after Modern Warfare 2, like I was just kind of unbothered by a lot of things, yeah, you know, no, it's man. just. I've heard worse things. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, I, I've, I, you know, I've had people tell me to kill myself many, many times, yeah. and you know, you know, it's like, it's like uh, when the in the jock 
picks on you like i'm gonna beat you up after school you're like but you're not gonna fuck my mom right and he's like what you're like oh that's that's fine you can beat me up like you're not even like, yeah, now, like oh it's fine yeah now it's just 1v1 me and russ come see me, man. yeah you know come see me baby yeah. myself you could take flame as kind of a compliment you know like i was so good i tilted this guy off the face of the earth and he's telling mm -hmm. me he's gonna fuck my mom you know kind of thing yep yeah. Yeah. as long so. as you're you know i could imagine your mom hearing that though Tran, who who's gonna fuck me, Tran? Yeah. Thanks. Okay. That's, dude, that's what your mom sounds like. I'm sorry. I love your mom. That's rude as fuck, man. Taught me okay. how to make. Taught me how to make garlic shrimp. Never forget it. She makes okay. some good pho, man. Oof, yo. Oh man, I got some homemade pho over the weekend because yeah. my wife is amazing and knows how to make it now. So. It's, well, it's, she's okay. Yeah, she's Asian, so. <laughs> lucky, lucky man, lucky man. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, so, so that's your favorite game. What do you think is the uh, your most influential game that has the most impact on the gaming community? Whether it be like competitive or like maybe it defines like a genre of like kind of gaming or anything like that. Honestly, man, I think I think I'm stuck between like Mario Kart and Halo, just because like Mario Kart Mario Kart was like one of the first games i ever had like i kind of grew up poor so I, I didn't have like the opportunity to play a lot of games and i think one of the first games that my mom got me was mario kart mario um, kart n64 is my first game as well yeah mario kart n64 and then uh just mario oh, n64 mario kart super nes yeah. what are you guys doing man this is the classic no no no, no. <laughs> poor poor tran and i what? like <laughs> Just between that and like Halo, Halo was like my first introduction in the first person shooters and like lands and and just like playing with other people, you know, in games like outside of Mario Mario Kart, you know, I had some people over, but that's kind of what got me is just, I don't know, going out and being able to murder people in a video game. Going, going cool. one more. Going <laughs> yeah, one be, more be specific. Going one more level above like a just Mario Kart, but like the whole like. That like with like that Mario franchise back in the day of well, you know, what was on the sixty four was like what Mario Party and like uh was Mario sixty four, which is like the you know, the single player like uh whatever game. And then Mario Kart, it's like that whole like they they jumped into a bunch of genres and they kinda of define like a lot of the games that are like I mean, of today, right? old school Nintendo, especially the Mario genre, made the best games and the most classic games ever. I yeah. you could come over Pop on an N64, shove in fucking Super Smash Bros, shove in Mario Kart, shove in Rogue Squadron, like the old one. You could shove in Mario Party and Mario 64, and I would not be like, what is, what is this? I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's do this. I'd be pumped. Yep. Like, there's so many like, games that that old school had that they crushed it, dude. Like, that was the... Back then was the epitome of gaming was an N64 and like those games. Goldeneye, like it's so good, dude. You just can't you can't compare anymore. I mean I mean I know that not saying I mean the games now are awesome, don't get me wrong. Like if they came out with like those games now, you'd be like, What is this? This is trash. But I mean <laughs> back then I mean, it was fucking awesome. Games. And I, yeah, yeah, and I would play those games right now. I've played yeah. Ocarina of Time so many times. Like I just I mean, it's it's been probably like three years, maybe four years, but I can just remember being like, I'm gonna play Ocarina of Time. Just pop, I had my N64, which, by the way, I want to talk about one thing. They both shit the last back then. My N64 <laughs> still fucking works. There's no red ring of death or any bullshit. I spent a whole glass of apple juice all over it while it was on. Same N64 works to this day. You just <laughs> pop. <laughs> yep. 
Yep, there's shit. Definitely pristine. I can hear a coin in in my in my N64. Like if you shake it, you can you can hear <laughs> in there, and it's, it still works. Like I, I that that happened like when I first got it, and it's just. That's what it, it is. works, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's so weird that like technology's advanced. Like it's it's advanced so far since back then, but yet everything has a shelf life. Maybe so maybe that way, or is it because technology is like kind of built around that. I think it's both. It's so both. I yeah. think that I so the Xbox 360 was for sure a classic example of of, of a prefabricated shelf life because the glue. So I had my I got the Red Ring of Death. My friend in high school was like, I get paid to fix that, and I was like. Okay, but he was my friend, so he's like, I'll do it for free, and I'll show you how. So we went through all this stuff, and he was like, so what happens is after you play your game, this, the glue it uses can only go up to a certain amount of te- a certain temperature. And you reach that temperature after like a few hours of gaming. Most people who are hardcore gamers are going to reach that day one. He goes, it doesn't break immediately, but over the course of time, it starts to break the glue that that like motherboard apparently held onto, and it breaks off. So he goes, then what you have to do is that... You have to, he like built in a fan and like re glued it, and you just make it this continual air that kind of goes through and makes it good. So they basically put in like shitty fucking stuff that doesn't last yeah. forever. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, end of the day, I mean, that's all it is. If, if, if I, we could send people to the moon in the fucking 60s, no reason that they would be like, shit, man, uh, let's build in a red. They built in a thing that tells you your system broke. That means they knew it happened, and instead of figuring out how to fix it, they were like, well, let's just, like, put in a system that knows when it broke, and we'll know. Three rings is you're fucked. Uh, two is like, well, maybe you can fix and then, it. And then you're, you're fucked after that. You're, All four blinking nuclear holocaust. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's definitely, I think, and I think Microsoft got a bad name for it because now you don't really get that anymore. Uh, I haven't heard of really anyone needing a new Xbox One or a new PS4. Um, I know new systems when they first come out, there's lots of bugs and shit. And sometimes you got to get a new one, which is also why I'm not getting a PS5 or a Xbox X or S, whatever it is immediately. Uh, I'm not going to buy an Xbox anyways, but I'm not going to buy a PS5 immediately. I'm probably at least going to wait a year, uh, before I get that. That's the same thing with the, the new graphics cards. All the aftermarket cards are having issues with crashing and stuff like that. Um, just because of how the way they're built. So yeah. Yeah, this Great. manufacturer error trying to get extra money. Trying to get yeah, extra money, to, they have a deadline. To, yeah, they cut costs, you know, at, at certain areas, and yes, just guess what happens? Yeah, yeah. When you're mass producing that many stuff, and you, you know, cutting co- cutting costs in one area is gonna gonna do a lot for the overall picture, but the product itself is gonna take a hit. Yeah. All right. So I like the influential game, like the best game. Uh, what we what do we got next? I think. Um. Uh, well, that's kind of uh, all we went over with each other for how we introduced. So I think we can go into some actual like topics or whatever we want, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we're going to transition uh, transition into talking about uh, squadrons, squadrons, which just came out uh, a couple days ago, or something like that. Yesterday. Yesterday, uh, Matthew here, Matt has been our our main star main Star Wars guy, and I know he's yeah. already super excited and jazz and ready to talk about this. So this, this guy was late for the podcast playing Squadron. <laughs> way, so. I just want to let you know he's he's that's he's how excited. Ready he is. Yeah, he's excited. excited. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, I uh, was not able. To, so right now, I'm going through a bunch of uh, uh, stuff in my life. We're rebuilding a kitchen, and then I had a 
a work thing today. Anyways, point is, I didn't get to play for 15 hours yesterday <laughs> like I was fucking planning on. And I didn't get to play really at all today until I came home, did some shit in the kitchen because remodeling it, and then I immediately started playing Squadrons. It's mm-hmm. a little... There's 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 some slight bugs I've noticed like when you're doing the quest, uh, but I will just but o- overall I think it's an amazing game. The gameplay's cool. I've really only played about an hour so far, but it's very interesting how the controls are. Like you could you you control the ship left right up down turning the ship kind of like this with your mouse, mm-hmm. clicking is your lasers. A and D is rotation. W and S is your throttle, so W forward, S slow down. Um, you have a lot of control in your ship. You can control your laser power, your shields. Uh, you can like divert power to your lasers, divert power to your shields, divert power to oh, your diverting power. Yeah, so you, to that. So you have a, then you, you can have a resource, yes. Then you can resource. balance it. Um, you can like you know like uh, like like in um, pod racing, you you can like kind of fix your ship a little bit. You can do that too. Um, very fun. You get, I just started the X, so you start off as a TIE fighter, then you go to the next part of the story, which is now you're an X-Wing, I just started that, and that was really cool. X-Wing's a lot more, um, it just like in, in canon, it's a lot more, uh, like, heavy duty, so you can go hyper speed, you can go a lot, you can go pretty fast, uh, not as fast as a TIE fighter, and your firepower is pretty strong, but, you know, anyways, it encompasses everything, you feel like when you're in a TIE fighter, you're like, you're a, just a, a badass like you know glass cannon shooting shit down, yeah, yeah you're shooting shit yeah. down in the x-wing you're like you could take a bunch of shots and it, you can go pretty fast and you know it, a, lot, a lot a lot of good stuff going on so it's very fun i cannot divulge too much about the story i want to ruin anything because it just came out have, also have i have only about an hour have you only so have you only participated in the story, the story only story so i am playing in veteran mode which is second or the uh, not the hardest but the one before that so like mm-hmm. it's like hard whereas the other one would be like expert or whatever i guess in old school a uh, ranking so but so far it's it's very fun um i've already caught a few bugs out as a story like it's like follow this person the person doesn't fucking move anywhere they're just sitting there and you're like yeah where are we, where are we going <laughs> and, you followed him man. yeah I, I, I think i followed this person doing nothing for like 10 minutes and i was like what the yeah, fuck is going on and then Right when I got my X-Wing, it was like, divert power to your shields. And you just push one button, and then like you, I waited like two minutes, and it was like, divert power to this. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that took forever. Uh, but 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 the game is is very fun, and that's I'm, I'm assuming I'm not a, a programmer, but I'm pretty sure those are easy tweaks to fix real quick. So yeah. overall, very pumped about that. Um, I guess, so yeah, I recommend if you liked, um, if you liked, the space fighting games in Star Wars Battlefront 2, old school PS2 version. You'll love this game. This game is sick. Um, do, you, uh, do you plan on hitting multiplayer at all? Or no? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once, uh, once, so I, I think multiplayer is like a 5v5 dogfight, basically, right? Yeah. Something like that. Is it just a deathmatch, or do you know if there's like objectives scored, or is there different game modes to uh, the, I'm sure. The I, I'm not, I haven't really looked into it. I think there's like, you know, like. You have the um, Star Destroyer or Imperial, yeah, that kind of stuff. Like protect that, so you have a lie. I know I saw a death match where there's like multiple lives. So I think it's to whoever destroys the other battleship, basically. 
So I, I forgot what the uh, the rebel uh, the rebels, but I guess the rebels in this in this game. Is, is I forgot that, the rebels have, but the empire have the star destroyer. So you go destroy that, and then the other ones like the weird oblong like weird ship, you know, that Akbar uh, uses. So, but very fun, gonna, huh? Very fun. Oh, I'm definitely gonna do that for sure. Once I get the grasp of the game, I'm still more like. So I'm getting more like so I'm like holding W the whole time, trying to go fast, and I'm like, wait. I don't have to do that because if you go W, it goes like say 150 is your max speed. You don't have to hold it. You can, like, you can do tap 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 oh, tap. It, like it just, yeah, it just sets your. It like, sets it. So yeah, I so yeah. which is it's nice. An acceleration, but and, and it stays. It. So it's like imagine yeah. you throttle and you just push it up and it stays that way. You can go down a little bit, down some more. You can hold. You can push tap W and S at the same time and it immediately goes halfway speed. So you don't have to hold it. Is what I'm learning, which it feels weird, but. I think it able to give you a lot more accessibility. You can just tap W real quick, and then you can T to target someone and F to cycle through and Q. You, you have a lot more accessibility of your fingers now, so you have to hold something. So it's good. W, you know, you want to slam down your throttle to get away from someone. You want to slow it down if you want to do a quick, like, you know, slow turn real quick so you can, you know, shoot someone down. So I'm trying to just get the angles of the game before I go into online because I'm pretty sure there's already people who have played 24 hours straight and are pros <laughs> oh, yeah. and are going to murder me. People. Yeah, there's yeah. already smoking there's some on people. There's 20s already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't want to get on there and just get blasted and be like, okay, cool. So. If, you, uh, if you run into something, do you immediately die? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, no, you're good. Uh, I haven't ran anything yet, so... <laughs> Don't fucking lie to me like that, bro. I swear to God. You haven't blown... You haven't <laughs> died yet? Nope. Is there, like, a leveling system for your ship? Or, like, an upgrade system? Or how, like... How does the progression work? Uh, I, I, I think you can I upgrade it. it. I think yep. you can upgrade your ship. I remember seeing it in, like, some trailer, like, a breakdown of the game. Like, you can do this. This is, like, when uh, EA was showing that, showcasing it. Uh, I, I... But I can't confirm that. I don't I don't remember. I think can I remember get, seeing like, that, though. Better guns or something? Get better blasters? Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure you can customize your ship. I just can't guarantee that. And I, I don't, I don't know if you can do that in story mode only, or if it's in multiplayer only, or both. But I'll, let me play some more, and I'll figure it out. I'll let you know. Or you know, yeah. people who are listening, you just look it up your fucking self. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're too lazy, obviously. Yeah, we can't look it up. We can't look it up right now. We got. Anyways, uh, so speaking of Star Wars, lots of new Star Wars things have been coming out. Uh. We already knew that we were going to do more uh, back in time kind of Star Wars era. And now uh, Disney has announced basically that the High Republic is going to be the new movies and films and books that are going to be coming out. Um, Quick discussion about that. High Republic is set 400 years before the Clone Wars. So before the prequels, 400 years before that. So it's basically... No more Skywalkers, none of that kind, no Han Solo, none of that. Mm. I love Skywalkers, but personally for me, I want to get into too much of a discussion over the newest movies because I know that's been hammered on to for a long time. I think Return of the Jedi should have been the end and they should have always already gone to the Old Republic or the High Republic, something like that. Or uh, and, and that being said, like Rogue One was a great movie and I thought Solo was very fun. I thought the trilogies were... Hit, hit and miss so anyways high republic 400 years rumors are it's going to be young yoda which is a smart move i think by disney as 
Everyone is so obsessed by the Baby Yoda, which is not technically a Baby Yoda. It's just whatever race <laughs> that is. I don't want to get too much into that. But the child, I think that's what they call it uh, in canon. Uh, people are obsessed with that. So having And people love Yoda. He's the most mysterious Thanks. character. George Lucas never divulged any information regarding the race, anything about him, and neither has Disney so far. So I think we're slowly going to learn more about him. Uh, what were you going to say, Tran? So was this just an announcement recently? Or have they already been in progress? Uh, I think it's like, been... I So it has always been rumored, especially for a while now, that they were going to do... I think the rumor before was Old Republic, which Old Republic is a thousand years before, um, you know, um, a Clone Wars. So all that, mm-hmm. all the, all the Sky, Skywalker saga. A thousand years before that. And that's what, like, the video, a lot of the video games were built up, like... Um, Old Republic the, with Darth Revan and all that kind of stuff. I was just, uh, I was just wondering more of like like with the idea of like having of, of doing this. And you said it was because you know everyone's obsessed with Baby Yoda right now. And they want to do like the the younger, like the early years of Yoda and see how this. But I was like just wondering like in relation to like when they announced or they announced they were doing this in comparison to like when you know Mandalorian. I'm sure this has been in the playbooks. I'm sure. The, the, so Disney's making all of this. So I'm pretty sure they have a fucking just you know yeah. web on a whiteboard <laughs> being like yeah. because okay well, let's go deep this is our next area we're gonna go there, there yeah, is this so is much yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so let's go deep okay so clone wars really went in or uh, the, the cartoon stores clone wars and rebels really went more in deep into the mandalorians so now we learn more about the mandalorians you get the the dark saber all that kind of stuff you learn more about the the mandalorian wars with the the jedi and the the mandalorians and the sith which is during the old republic era um but Anyways, you, you learn a lot about that, and that's always kind of been like, man, like we don't, you know about it, but you don't know like all of the information, like the Skyworks, so you know everything about them. So now you get the the show, The Mandalorian. Mandalorian is uh, going to be after the return of the Jedi, I believe. So after the fall of the Empire, technically, and all this shit's going down. You're learning a lot more about the Mandalorians. End of the season. Spoiler: If you haven't watched it yet, go fuck yourself. It's been out for a long time. The guy, forgot his name, has a dark saber, and which is a big kind of thing in the lore of the Mandalorians and all that kind of stuff. If you watch the Clone Wars; that's also in that too, which has been out for many years. Anyways, uh, going on, the new season of uh, Mandalorian is going to feature Jedi, and in the trailer, it hints, "You want me to deliver the child to people who killed all our people a thousand years ago, whatever like that." He kind of hints at that. Now you have the High Republic. 400 years ago which is always bait which is based after the old republic and the old republic was during the time that the mandalorians were decimated the sith were destroyed the rule of tool two became a thing and um now it's when the old republic because the old republic the, the jedi lost the sith destroyed each other the jedi came back beat the mandalorians beat the sith boom kind of got higher public and I think it's going to go connect with the lore of the Mandalorian, connect with the lore of like Darth Bane and Plagueis and the Rule of Two and Yoda, kind of connecting everything together almost with the Sith and the lore of the Jedi in general. Because there's a lot of more lore that kind of came out in the sequels, which I think they could do a lot better, but they fucked it up. Not going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, salty. Anyways, so that's kind of how that goes. I know they're taking a lot of. I'm, I'm sure they're going to take a lot of stuff from the now the now extended universe, um, which had its whole story of way past 
Skywalkers because even these the newest uh, seven eight nine had you know Ben and a lot of you know people the certain people dying and that happened actually in the books as well too. So they're definitely taking it from uh, some kind of stuff from that as well. So it, it should be very interesting. I think this is the approach Disney should have taken all along is going back in time instead of mm-hmm. forward because. Now you just introduce all new characters and throwing in Yoda isn't a big deal because we don't even know anything about the little green shit anyways. Like, it's not like... Yeah, yeah, no one had... Like, people love Yoda, but they don't have like this... You can't have a preconceived notion of what Yoda is or does. Yes. Yes. Whereas Luke Skywalker, you had like... He was set in stone, man. And... Things that were happen, people were very upset about, which I understand. Same thing of Han Solo and Leia and whatever. People got upset, and they sh- and they should have seen that. But yeah, especially the sky, and I will say the Star Wars community is very toxic. You cannot get your endeavor. You are not going to please everyone. Everyone's always upset. But uh, so I guess basically we're going to find out more information because movies won't be out for a while. I think it's a few years before the first movie comes out. Or we'll probably learn more information through the Mandalorian. Uh, any other things are coming up, but I think it's the Light of the Jedi is going to be the first book that is going to be coming out that has been announced. That is going to basically dive into the story. So uh, just just kind of like seven, eight, nine, there were books associated with that, which I also read. Um, it will kind of help introduce some of that stuff into it. So if you're big into Star Wars, uh, stay tuned for Light of the Jedi because that's going to be a brand new uh, lore. Basically, it should be very exciting. So I, I kind of I kind of watched a, just kind of like a little trailer for the High Republic, and it looked like they were gonna focus more on like like a, a group of heroes and like Jedi's on the outer rim, um, as their like main focus, and then they'd continuously like add more characters to the stuff. Is there anything like you'd want to see in terms of like a character introduced, or just kind of like any type of lore, like Sith lore that you'd want to see? Um, because the Sith at that point were kind of regrouping and trying to working in the shadows. Yes, um, exactly. Kind of leading up to um, the events of you know, so the um, Star Wars now. I don't. So as far as I'm concerned, the it's always a high old Republic's been a very big thing, and I don't know too much about the High Republic, and I'd I'd have to dive in some more. And I think that's what's exciting about this is that there's not like a whole bunch of shit about the High Republic. You're excited to see like what the, the yeah. Kind of, so I guess for me, I think it's a great idea to have Yoda and to divulge more information about him. I don't think it should be him as the main character though. I think they should do exactly what all the others movies have done and has him as a really great, amazing support character. I think they should just do a very unique main character and maybe characters heroes and really revolve around jedi and sith lore specifically i don't think it should i i don't want to see a rehashed rebel versus empire i want to see a very specific like shit going down between like the like the religions that's what they are of that of those um i don't I, i think it'd be weird to have darth Bane being the main bad guy, considering he's old Republic. He is a thousand years ago. Now I know he has the ancient Sith knowledge and made the rule of two, and apparently he he 
procure the knowledge to help die down living forever and blah, 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 blah. But I don't think it would make sense. Now, Garth Plagueis and maybe people before him, that would be interesting. You could throw in a little Darth Plagueis. Um, I know 400 years is still a long time, but to even throw in someone that even maybe taught him or one of uh, not um, one of Bane's um, apprentices come out would be good too. I also just heard three days ago that there are rumors that they're going to do featured either books or films or something regarding Darth Bane. So yeah. I think what they're going to do is they're going to go some Bane stuff, like kind of how they did like these. They did like seven, Rogue One, eight, Solo, nine, whatever. I think they're going to be like, they may do, ep, you know, some books. You know, if you're really big into it, you can read it. Uh, they're going to make it to you don't have to read it. But, you know, if you're really, if you're a Star Wars guy like me, you'll probably will. And then they'll do, um, you know, I, I guess I can't think of movie. It, it, it'd be its own movie numbers. So let's just pretend it's a brand new trilogy. One. Mm-hmm. Bane to, I don't know, Plagueis. You know, who no, knows? I mean, who, no, it makes sense who fucking knows? You know, that's what they're going to do. They're going to have a bunch of movies come out every year again. I just hope that by doing that, they don't... I think people got burnt out from the Star Wars, but I think the only reason they got burnt out was because it was just like... My, the main thing, I think, with the trilogy is they had three... Well, initially, they had three different directors planning basically one story. A trilogy is one story. You know what I mean? Like it'd be like if you had Lord of the Rings, Fellowship, t- Two Towers, and the uh, Return of the King, directed by Peter Jackson, then fucking some other guy, then Steven Spielberg. It, it, you know, everyone has their own idea of what they want, and it probably wouldn't have collided into a one singular story. And I hope they don't do that again. I hope that they just go, Ray, yeah. you're the guy, make the fucking movies of this, and hey, Tran, you want to make the two movies in between that? Cool. This is what we're going for. Go for it. You know what I mean? But um, it seems like it would be the better. Idea. It seems like so weird, yeah, that you have like a trilogy that's like a, supposed to be a co- like cohesive story directed by like different people with different ideas, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah it's I t- so weird. It doesn't go well. Yeah, I tell yeah, people. I tell time. people all the time. <laughs> yeah. Last Jedi, which is the one that really upset everyone, isn't a bad. It, it's a great standalone movie. Unfortunately, it's not a standalone movie. It's a sequel and a fucking terrible sequel at that because. You have a story that's progressing, and then they're just like, psych! And then, and then, and then the guy who made the first movie comes back for the third one, and it's like, double psych, we're back. It's like, they should have just either been like, okay, well, well, that took a twist. Ryan Johnson, keep on going. You're making the third one. Or just been like, J.J. Abrams, you're making all of them. They, they have it, yeah. or at least they should have been like, had the executive come in and be like, no, 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 no. You're all working to fucking together on this. We're not fucking doing that kind of crazy shit i think they were just like go at it star wars i think they literally were like everyone loves star wars you can do no wrong and yeah exactly they were probably like yeah you could you could literally oh. just put shit on the screen you'd be like they need they need something though yeah. just uh yeah get them there you know yeah exactly because i mean bro people hated the sequels so much they think the prequels are amazing movies now that's 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 where we are okay <laughs> and i actually am a fan of the prequels because i was very young when they came out I do see the uh, the plot holes and the issues with it, but like pod racing was sick as fuck. Darth Maul in that fight was really yeah. cool. Dar- um, Darth Maul was. I will the say, highlight it, of yeah, that yeah. Movie, I, I would say, it, yeah. Phantom Menace was a great movie. I think it had some yeah. bad acting, some writing, which I think all three of them did. But I think the second one, Attack of Clones, is pretty bad. Only, really, only good thing part of that movie was seeing Yoda fight for the first time, which like really like 
Like if you that was an F movie, then they threw in Yoda fighting. It went I to like not see it, it, it literally yeah. went to a C. That's how much Yoda fighting <laughs> no. helped. Hopefully, High Republic doesn't lean on Yoda that hard. You know, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's. I'm hoping he's a really. I hope they just keep that motherfucker super mysterious at all times. Cause yeah. you you do too much, man. You're gonna disappoint people by keeping him just like young cat that comes in and fights people as a Jedi Knight back in the day before he was a master. I think you're keeping it pretty solid. I I think knowing about his race would be kind of cool, but. Maybe not necessary his entire 600 lifespan, you know, just like everything he did, you know. Yeah, you don't want to you want to go too deep because you're going to disappoint yeah. people. You want to just yeah. keep it very mysterious, and that's good. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel about it. Uh, let's so, wait. Go on. So if so if the first movie is terrible, we should expect some insane Yoda scene in the second one, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Maybe an appearance from Baby Yoda. Yeah. Yoda, Yoda would make sense. Yoda will take his lightsaber <laughs> out, and then a baby Yoda will come out of it. Yeah, his his lightsaber is a baby. Yoda. That's the shade. Yeah, just just total crowd appeasal. So, um, all right. Well, I think that's pretty good in Star Wars. Unless you guys have more questions for me, I can try to answer anything. But no, I, I hope they hope I I just hope they delve into some more of the sith background because we didn't really get kind of like sith lore and yeah, kind of any of that mysterious. from star wars it's very mysterious and during those years i think was a very important part in establishing like the movies that we have now you know because they were working in the shadows and it'd be kind of cool to see how like the chancellor made its way up uh, you know and and the upbringings of the sith during that time because yeah. we, we never get that we really don't they just introduce the sith lord and yeah, yeah. If you don't, if you don't know Star Wars lore, like if you don't read the books or the comics and like go to Wikipedia and all that kind of shit, you're just like, all right. So I guess the Sith are like bad guys, but they're yeah. they also have lightsabers. Why? But Jedi is a religion. Like what? Yeah. It's kind of confusing. Why is, only, why is there only two Sith? Like yeah. Like what's the rule of two? Why you know? Mm-hmm. I think it leaves a lot of questions. So I think they just kind of like just they really just have to take information from the books put some cool fight fight scenes in there and just not make it like very cliche and no. just kind of just make it a good story. Disney can make good movies, man. They're just like, I think they just need to kind of fall back a little bit and chill. They've been trying to do some crazy shit too much. Right? They're doing too much. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, what's what, what we got next? Cool. Um, well, I think, uh, I don't know if you guys want to, you guys want to talk about the, the lead plans? Sure. 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 So since our last episode, um, last week, uh, the play the was the yeah, the play the play ins happened, and so this week uh, we're starting the group stages, and so um, the teams that ended up advancing. Uh, spo- spoiler, by the way, the teams that ended up advancing from uh, from play ins was uh, Unicorns of Love and uh, PSG, and then uh, Team Liquid, and then LGD was the was the four teams that came from the play ins. And now they're now they're now they're now they're in groups, and so and the uh, first day groups happened. The first day group yeah happened uh, like yeah overnight because you know we're not in China. Right now. Can we talk about the play-ins first before we talk about the games today? Yeah sure. Uh, so um, I have by the way I have no idea about the games today. I did not watch any. I know I am a uh, casual, very busy. I <laughs> yeah. want to watch them, but I did watch a few of the games. The play-ins, not all of them. Um, one thing I wanted to say was Team Liquid really showed that they deserved to be in Worlds, I think. They fucking crushed. 
minus the one game that they threw. Yeah, yeah, that them. happens. Every I mean, <laughs> like, in, like in any sport, like any competitive competitive game or sport, there's going to be some fuck ups. You know, like, you know, yeah. basketball is a classic. I mean, you game a seven, like very rare people just win four zero and that's okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. I understand that. Okay, but if we're we're still on Team Liquid. We're, we're talking yeah. about the one L they took. They they took for, the L to the bottom seed. Yeah. For re- for reference, I've only watched <laughs> the uh, the North American team games because. That's North America, and I live here. Uh, so I, I only have knowledge on that. The game, so I, um, I so, that. yeah. Yeah, um, um, yeah but, but stick out, stick out Team Liquid. Uh, yeah, they, 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 stop, they stop everyone. Uh, they, come, they come in first through the, the first round robin, which means they're auto-slotted into groups, so they didn't have to play the, the best of fives. But, uh, yeah, they, they win all the games except they lose one game to basically there was, there's 10 teams, and I think uh, INTZ is like, was ranked number nine or something like that. In the, in the play-ins. So they lost. They beat uh, the, the higher-tier teams, but they end up losing randomly to uh, one of the really bottom seed teams. But outside of that game, they, they do look really good. And I'm kind of excited as an NA fan to see them play in the group stages. Yeah, I'm very excited to see Team Liquid in. It's also very exciting to see TSN into Worlds. Uh, I know I don't want to talk too much about them, but um, I also... I've always liked... Um, unicorns of love i don't know why i just thought the name was cool and then when they first kind of came in uh they were pretty decent and then they kind of fell off and then now they're in worlds so that's cool and they did pretty good too i think uh with the unicorns of love thing when they first hit into the scene uh it was a few years back they were probably like the eu lcs part they were they were kind of like a meme team because like it's a it's a unicorn their mascot's a big ass unicorn they have like some outrageous fans who are really dedicated to the team they dress up and like pink unicorns and stuff and like they're loud and obnoxious people but they're the team overall stuff is really cool and they're they were known for being like i think like a super like a like a pretty good team like super aggressive and just like going in there and just like start i remember when they first started they had pretty crazy uh metas like they came yeah, out of like, weird yeah. comps that like did really well that's my favorite part of worlds in general is i feel like when you watch like t- team liquid you know c9 uh tsm it's like you're seeing almost the same game rehashed every time. They're doing the same picks and bans, wow. same thing, because every region has their meta. Meta. And then that's fine. I get that. I don't, I'm not hating on that. I just think that, like, world is when you're like, oh, shit, now you're seeing, like, the Korean meta, the Chinese meta, the European meta. Mm-hmm. You know, you might even see, you know, South American meta if they're in. You know, it's it's, it's crazy what, what can happen. So that's very fun to see these different champs come in that you're like, well, I haven't seen this, this champ's good. Cause you've never seen one uh, in the playoffs or whatever in, or in the LCS because, and it doesn't play them. It wasn't that play style. Yeah. It, speaking about that over the years, the, I think the regions that was doing that was the Vietnam region. And they were just, they came in and they're like super aggressive level one and twos. And they would, they just invade you and take all your shit. And then they'd dive you level three. And then it was there. Yeah. Vietnam was like, Doing some crazy shit. And you wouldn't expect that from a minor region team. Because you expect... I mean, they're... Yeah. we The big regions are like, what? NA, EU, and then China and Korea, basically, right? But you don't expect some minor some minor region team to go in here and stop all the major region teams. Well, which it, is what it, Vietnam's done in the last... It like, always seems like the minor regions always have a very different meta than, like... The, definitely. The big, the big regions. Like, they'll throw out, like, non-meta picks all the time. Um, and it... It seems to work a lot of the times against some of the like, not maybe top tier teams from the regions, but mm-hmm. when they throw in like 
a brand support all of a sudden. And yeah, people, I mean, people are just people don't expect it. it. Yeah, and, and you know, you don't see a lot from like the the lower region teams. So like scouting is very different, I think, or they don't get a lot of focus because of their their region. Um, and then you know, catches teams off off guard a lot of the times. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's like comparison of like the talent pool because I think in my regions are like. I, I could be talking about my ass here, but I, I assume that like my region is a team that you know that gets into worlds uh, is the top team in that region, and I'm pretty sure that team just stomps the entire region for like the entire season, basically. So and maybe it's just like a and like teams in like NA if they have more time to adjust that play style, they'd probably be a lot better at it, you know, and then like stuff like that. Um, so let's see, the next team I want to talk about that got in because we just discussed Team Liquid, Unicorns of Love. The next one we I want to talk about is uh. Uh, we'll talk about PSG real quick, which is um, a second seed from the PCS, which is uh, a minor region, and it's this is this is kind of a crazy team because in the play-ins they had uh, they had three subs because their the players on their team uh, had like visa issues and they couldn't quarantine in time or something like that. So they had to play in the play-ins to get into group stages with three subs. They stomp, they stomp everyone. They they're they're the first seed in the group and they 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 auto pass into into group stages, and now that now they're in group stages. And they have to kick those three out that they took. I, I was going to go say, back to the roster. I, I was going to say, I mean, like, so you get in with three subs, and now, now you're stuck with this choice of having to kick them off, or no? So they're, 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 they're forced to. They're, they're, for, they're forced to play with the, the, the old staff or the old. Oh, okay, uh, is that part of the like league rules that yeah. you support uh, like a roster? Well, it's part of the whole COVID thing. Well, know? they gotta give they gotta give those three guys that got COVID COVID again. You guys got psychic COVID. Yeah. Came back. The visa. They lost their visas. They can't come anymore. <laughs> wow. So uh, yeah. So I mean, who are who are their subs? Do do you know or like at least like what lanes they played? Uh, I think uh, I know I know the I know two of the subs were uh, mid and jungle. I don't exactly remember the third sub, but the but watching the games from PSG from the mid the mid uh mid jungle duo that was subbed in, they're insane. They're uh, yeah. <laughs> Have the subs played together prior to joining yeah, that? So they team? were they were the the third or fourth seed from that region that didn't get into Worlds. Oh, okay. So they took players from that team. Yeah, they took players okay. from that team. So they they still had synergy, but you know they're obviously not with their whole team. So yeah. basically, it was just basically just made a jungle from P, uh, from this the the subs. They're just smurfing on this entire group because uh, like they were they were just rolling around, they were just roaming around, diving people like two v twoing people, and it was. It's crazy because, like, I mean, if you think of team dynamics, man, it's like you're playing with this team for the whole year, and you uh, mm -hmm. you have like a set like you know thing. You, you guys play you style, chill out, yeah. yeah. You know, you know what we're gonna do, and then you you're at Worlds, the biggest tournament of the year, and then well, you gotta send these three people in. You, you, and no one expects this. No one expects this team to get out, to get out. Everyone expects it to be last, basically, right? Yeah. And they end up rolling over everyone, basically, and getting into the groups, which is. Just in a story in itself. We will talk about their game that they had uh, in groups probably a little later after I talk about the next team, which is uh, LGD Gaming, which is uh, the 4C from China. Uh, they had a, little, a very rough start. I think they went uh, one and yeah, they went one and three in their first round robin, which means they were the they barely didn't get last, which would auto kick them out of the play-ins. So they and then they got to play in the best of fives and they beat two best of fives to get into groups. So they had a little, they had a very rough start. And this is the fourth seed from China that everyone expected to like auto win group already. And like, you know, I mean, they're from China. Everyone expects it to be really good. And they kind of 
Shit the bed. I mean, I expect that. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, uh, has this has this group been to Worlds before? Uh, this specific roster. Sorry. Uh, I mean, this, not like player wise. Oh yeah. Like, the, so the LGD. So the LGD name uh, has been to Worlds before. The last time there are there are I think well I don't know a few years ago when they were at Worlds they were the I think they were like the number one seed out of China they were expected mm. to do super well to be one of the tournament favorites and they get kicked out in groups they had the most disappointing year they lost yeah it was it was bad and so like it's kind of a meme it's like I think I think the meme is league's greatest appointment or disappointment or something like that it's like it's pretty bad uh, <laughs> so watching so watching the you know the hype from LGD coming as the four seed from China go into play-ins. And like they're being hyped up to like auto win the groups and then having to and then get blasted like that. It was uh they're about to get memed on again. It was pretty bad. I mean it was it was bad. I mean they're still getting memed on, but they're at least in groups now. So I guess then let's talk about today's games. Did they play today? Uh they did they did play today. Um, how they do. Let's see. The LGD, LG, so LG, okay, so we'll talk about this game. Uh, it's kind of out of order, but LGD played uh, Gen G today. Uh, Gen G is the third seed from Korea. Um, it was, uh, I watched all the games today. This uh, this was the fifth game of the day. It was the most competitive game that I think I saw all day. Uh, LGD, spoiler again, LG did end up uh, losing to Gen G. Um, but they, but they, I, I am not super disappointed in them. They played it's, better. It's best of five, though, right? No, 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 these are these are no. groups. So this one's uh, oh, these are single games, huh? Yeah, yeah. Single so it's like, it's, it's right, 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 right. Yeah. You know, okay. you don't get into best of fives until quarters and semis. And right. Sets, right. Okay. But um, yeah, but they 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 played better than I uh better than I expected because uh, seeing them from uh, play-ins was kind of rough. They did do good in the best of fives, but uh, they they did good. They kept up. Uh, unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, depending what kind of you know your stance on the teams, uh, Gen G did pull it out, and then um. The first I want to talk about the first game that we, uh, that was on today was uh, was FlyQuest, which is, which is uh, the number three seed from NA versus uh, Top Esports, which is the number number one seed from China, which is the tournament favorites basically. And um, they they, they were, looked that way that, during that game, by the yeah, way. Yeah, or, def- or FlyQuest <laughs> would. Yeah, it was spoiler. Alert. That game wasn't even close. It was yeah. fucking. It was brutal. Yeah. It's how I feel that. every time NA goes against yeah. like Korea or China. They they get stomped on. Yeah, like, you I, watch I the games, you're like, oh my god. Yeah, it's, it's happening. There was like, I think there was like a two k gold lead like fourteen minutes in or yeah. something. Yeah. Like it, yeah. was, it was crazy. It was, it was and like that's one of yeah, those games it, when you're watching. You're like, All right, I'm gonna watch like YouTube videos right now. <laughs> yeah, no, like there there was at no point like. So you know in games that like a team is behind, then they start like maybe winning like a team fight or two. Okay, like, like, like okay, like if they take a couple more objectives, they might have a shot, you know. Um, or like that team fight was like really close, and like there, there's an opportunity here. There was there was absolutely none of that. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just straight, just like watching FlyQuest run around and get assassinated, and then get stomped. It was it was bad. Yeah. Talk- Top Esports definitely looking like a tournament favorite. FlyQuest definitely looking like a number three seed. Yeah, I don't. I I, I hope I see more from the North American team because. But so, yeah. go on, Trent. I would say the group that the FlyQuest and Top Esports is part of is an insane group because it has the number one seed from China, number two, I think, uh, Damwon Game or no, it's Dragon X, number two seed from Korea, and. 
the third seed that they slotted into uh, that group was Unicorns of Love, which is, you know, they're known for upsets. They're known, they're known for doing some crazy shit. Yeah, but I mean, like, doesn't matter what group you're in. I mean, you gotta, if you're trying to go to Worlds, you gotta beat them all anyway, so... Yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, as an as an A fan, I uh, I think I think most of us are happy if they have people make out of groups. We're like, oh yeah. my god, you're yeah. in worlds. <laughs> it <we're... laughs> It's like if the yeah, dol- it's like if the <laughs> dolphins didn't have a negative like a negative win loss ratio, they'd be like, we win. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Browns this year. They're positive. They're like yeah, two and one, and you're be like, good. Browns are two yeah, and one. Yeah. They can lose every game the rest of the season. They'd be like, we got the Super we Bowl. We were positive. We were yeah, positive don't... one time this season. We're basically the new Patriots. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sorry, go ahead. I gotta know though. How did TSM do? I can't wait anymore. All right, so moving so moving on past the past the other games, uh, we're gonna move into the TSM fanatic game because you know. We're NA fans. I'm a TSM fanboy. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, I like I like TSM, TSM too, but they are upsetting. TSM took an TSM took an L today. Uh, TSM will, and Worlds don't go together. It's a weird mix. Well, okay, so the weird. Okay, I will talk about this game because this this is the game I was most passionate about and the one I basically analyzed really in depth. And it's just it's hard because Fnatic's jungler is self made and he's a he's a carry jungler, so he plays like things like Evelyn Graves and like. I don't know if he plays Nelly, but he plays like really intense, like you know, feed me all the gold and I will carry the game. And he played, he got, he got to pick his Evelyn, which is like like Uter. But anyway, he so he so he got his Evelyn. This is you know, and if you play against Evelyn in solo queue, it's uh, it's it's pretty toxic if she gets ahead. Cause a good a good Evelyn is so annoying. Yeah, it's pretty toxic because she's invisible and she just walks up to you, one shots you, and bails. And then it's like, I, I thought the. I thought the I thought Fnatic got Evelyn. Yeah, Fnatic got Evelyn. That's what I'm saying. Oh, self-made, okay. Self-made oh, on Fnatic, Fnatic. Got okay, yeah, which yeah. is which is one of his top tier junglers. TSM yeah. junglers are always usually very tanky. Not this, not this, not this iteration of TSM. Right, but I think usually they are. <clears throat> like not Sam- this iteration. Right, 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 right. I agree. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so they so the, they let Fnatic have Evelyn, which was like, I think the biggest uh, well, it was it was the most obvious pain point that they had because they. They couldn't walk up to turrets. They couldn't walk into lane. They couldn't. It was it was struggling. They couldn't like push, uh, push side lanes because two v one against Camille or Volibear versus Volibear Evelyn versus Camille is auto win versus you know the Broken Blade. The top lane for Tsum did have an insane play when he was getting ganked by Evelyn. He's Volibear. good, man. Broken Blade's yeah. a beast. He he, he, he always yeah. stomps his lane. Yeah, he had, he had an insane play and like uh, turns this to uh, two uh, two one gank into a one for one, which is you mm-hmm. know, yeah, yo, you'll take those. That's that's a win. All day. The problem the problem with the game is they uh, I just it just felt like that broken blade couldn't like really just push the lane and be like that carry because they they funneled a bunch of resources in there, right? And they uh, it just seemed like he couldn't either because he was scared of the Evelyn ganking him or whatever, but he couldn't push out the volleyball, which means he didn't have silent pressure, which means. You know, Evelyn and everyone else is waiting in jungles, waiting for people to walk by and blast them. Well, and they, so, they they tried an invade, right, at the beginning of the game? Right at the beginning then, of the game, yeah. And then they got counter-invaded and lost red immediately. Lost red and, and then kill, and Biofrost died. And yeah. kills and lost his raptors. Yeah, and they pretty much... So that means your jungler's, like, fucked for, like, the first, like, five yeah, minutes. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. so a lot, of, a lot of critics will say that's a, 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 a terrible play by TSM because, like, they, they, they invade red, right? And then, like... <laughs> What you expect the other team to do when they know you're invading red is to uh, is to counter invade you into into your own red, right? Yeah, so, like that. You you basically trade reds. Yeah, so that's what Fnatic did. 
And it just and Biofrost and uh, Double Lift walk into walk into the red jungle, red side jungle, and just like, oh, it was like, oh, surprise, Fnatic's here. But they, yeah. I mean, honestly, it was it was gonna happen, you know, like Fnatic was gonna be there. So as a, as a spectator, it was it was it was the game was hard to watch, but uh, I mean, I think it wasn't out of reach. And I think if Selfmade wasn't on Evelyn, we probably would have had a lot better chance and probably would have played a lot better. Yeah. So sounds like it's like that yeah. whole because. If they just didn't go in and get counter junk, well, the counter invade isn't a big deal. It's not knowing they're going to get counter invaded, going in, mm. dying, giving up red yeah. and raptors. I mean, like, that's a huge loss. Yeah, yeah it's not, yeah. it's stunted, uh, uh, speaker, which is the TSM jungler. It's when you're, his, uh, yeah, when you're, when you're, because I, I played jungle a lot, and when you're a jungler and that happens, man, you just, you're so behind <laughs> for so long. And then, and, and, and when you're in a, world's class team potentially it's not into the world because you can still gank and you have double lift and or be Jurgensen to rely on or biofrost but when you're a solo queue man now you're like oh these chumps are gonna fucking help me and it's over FF15 didn't get it yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's <laughs> over yeah the, the, their bot lane didn't have a, a good time that game it wasn't a good time either I think, no. the, I think the Alistair pick was a little was kind of weird because it's not like a typical biofrost kind of pick and it's like yeah I think they just needed a, a, a tank because they had Camille top, and I think their jungle was Nidalee. Yeah, it was Nidalee. Yeah. I, I honestly, honestly, the only the only problem with that game, I was like, I could accept Biofrost going out straight, but it was just the Evelyn pick. It was just, it was so hard to yeah. deal with. And it was yeah. like, I mean, just I could feel for them just because I played against Evelyn and Silicon. It's like well, I can't be out. I can't be like you know three feet from my turret. Or I'm gonna die, man. I don't know. Yeah. That, I think there was one point where a double if was by himself by Wolves and. uh Evelyn just flashes over the wall, deletes him, and then oh. just yeah. So, so the wall right outside the base, the wall right outside the base, right? Yeah, Double is going from mid lane to top lane, yeah. and he's, Evelyn just flashes over the wall, pulls on his whole combo, ults out right behind the wall, and he's done. It's yep. like yeah, it really yeah, happens. Like, you hate like you hate to see it, man. Yeah, and I was like, man, this game is not. Next. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully, NA and, pulls their head out of their ass. And NA's NA's not doing too hot, but usually there's one NA team that kind of. That was cloud nine. But it's, it's game. Nine. It's, it's game one. So we yeah. got time. Yeah. yeah. I, think yeah I, think, I think otherwise, otherwise TSM looked okay. I think, uh, yeah. I think if they didn't have Evan, the game would have been a lot more competitive for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we have a team TL play too. So did they get stopped on or did, was it like, it wasn't like a super, it, like eventually it hit a break point where it, like you know they just yeah, yeah you just can't count you but can't like for most of it I think it was like it was pretty com- it was pretty competitive and then yeah it hit a break point okay. yeah I had I had hope in broken blade top lane to carry that game but yeah it seemed like it just seemed like he was kind of scared you know, he can't yeah game, right and, I, yeah. I don't think they fed him enough resources up top like he was he's always up there by himself getting ganked and there was never like a counter gank or like someone up there to help him so he yeah it was a, it's just hard and I mean. Bjerg was doing Bjerg things. Uh, this is a Syndra Lucian matchup. Syndra and Lucian, and he ends yeah. up like up on CS at like 15 minutes. So I mean, he was he was doing his best, but I, I don't know. The, I, it felt the jungler was so far behind he couldn't help his lanes. Um, yeah, that's a so big deal. So they just kind of stuck. Yeah, I think yeah. You're a just, four. Yeah. You're a four. When your jungler's that behind, you're a four v five for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this, a real quick, real quick discussion over the the other games we didn't discuss. Uh, there was Dragon X's Unicorns. Dragon X won that game, which is the second seed from Korea. It's not kind of not surprising because Unicorns is from Plains or from minor region. 
the next one is Rogue versus PSG, which is uh, Rogue. That was also a stomp. Rogue stomped the shit out of PSG. Rogue is the third seed from Europe. Um, Damwon Gaming versus JD Gaming. This is kind of like one of the big matches today. Damwon is number one seed from Korea. JD Gaming is from number two seed from China. That's exciting. Stomp. Fucking stomp. It was it was a dirty stomp. Damwon? Damwon. 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 Yeah, they're so stomp. good. I watched, I, watched some few, I watched a few Damwon games like during the season, and they're so good. Yeah, it's uh, scary. Showmaker, Showmaker's insane. Nuggery, is insane. They're, yeah, the whole the whole team's just wild. And like, it's it's actually because uh, like in the past the past couple of years, uh, China has been like kind of like clear favorites. It seems like they've been like they stomp a lot, and like Korea's like kind of catch up. It seems like Demo Gaming is doing pretty good and good. maybe leading charge on this. Um, we discussed Genji and LGD already, and yeah, we discussed the NA games. So. Um, tonight, uh, I know as an NA fan, Liquid plays their uh, their game tonight, so we'll be excited to see that. Um, who else is playing tonight? G two Esports is playing tonight. It's gonna be going. Uh, G two Stem also plays too. So they're not playing like tonight tonight or like one a.m. tonight. It's well one yeah, a.m. Like, like I guess. Yeah. All yeah. oh, it's China, so yeah. Obviously, Matt. We'll, Matt, we'll, Matt. Catch, we'll catch up on that in bonds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, right. uh, well, yeah. do, do you want to keep talking about that, or do we want to move on? Nope, just want to say... Uh, hope TSM I does hope. better, or TL, or FlyQuest. I would like we're to all, see... As an NA fan, we're, 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 TL. Yeah, we're, yeah we're, once, we're, once Worlds comes into play, I'm like... Instead, I, I shift from TSM only to NA. NA. Uh, just, hoping NA gets, yeah. 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 We're voting for everybody. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's, let's move into... Um, Unless it's TSM versus TL, then fuck uh, TL. So, do we want to move into uh, maybe the cyberpunk versus uh, Shadowlands handling this coronavirus and and yeah, their deadlines? So, so uh, to give some um, context to that, Cyberpunk uh, twenty seventy seven. There's an article recently released that said uh, they're uh, they're working six days a week. Their developers yeah. are working six days a week. Everyone's working six days a week, and yeah, I wanted to also point out that video game programmers or makers and all that kind of stuff work excessive and crazy hours anyways so when they're working six days a week a month before the games or a month and a half before the game's supposed to come out i don't know man i just well so we have that and then we have shadowlands who decided to postpone the game um because of coronavirus um i think you think it's actually coronavirus or do you think that's just an easy like scapegoat uh i wouldn't say it's specifically coronavirus but it's just like you know, the coronavirus affects a lot affects a lot of things i do know i do know that if someone like in a company like say like um i don't know uh if if my office somewhere to get coronavirus we all gotta like get out of town for a little bit and that's right. kind of how that is so yeah um if that could happen to like a specific section of blizzard or not yeah blizzard uh it is possible that could postpone something um I also think that games nowadays get postponed all the time, and there's usually mm-hmm. usually the reasoning is that ah, we just kind of eh. Qual- quality. Yeah, quality we want better. Or... Qu- we want better quality, yeah. and we thought we could be done by now, but we weren't. I feel like, and people are usually on like the all right, we get it, but ugh, that sucks. We wish you just wouldn't have gave gave us an extended deadline the first time. But if yeah. you're like, bro, Corona came. No, everyone's like no, no one's gonna question. Yeah, it. no one's gonna be upset yeah. except for me. Yeah, except <laughs> <me>. <laughs> these two wow heads. Yeah. Uh, so, so now, the community... oh, sorry. Sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Tran. 
Uh, well, okay, so from the community's perspective, I saw when they announced it, I, I was looking through my Twitter feed, and they, I saw I saw when they announced it, and I, I go into the comments, and the first thing I, I see is basically this guy who's cussing out Blizzard is like, you motherfuckers, I took days off for this. Why can't you just fucking... Yeah, and I was like... Put it out. Bruh. And at the same time, okay, so I, I saw there's that, especially with the community where, like, you know, like, what the fuck? How are you not hitting this deadline? You know, you had so many, so much time to do this, da-da-da. And it's the other perspective, uh, the, other, the other side of the spectrum, which is, like, Make a good hey, game. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for yeah. delaying the game and, you know, not rushing it, you know, making sure there's a full product out. And it's just, yeah. like, I mean, which side do you want to be on? I mean, I understand, like, there's deadlines and shit like that, but at the same time, you know, we've we've oh. had some games that are rushed and, like, yeah. released. Yeah. 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 Like, like yeah. is Cyberpunk throwing themselves under the bus and are they going to put out this, this game that, that was rushed and have, like, all these bugs or just not be... Not live up to the the expectations and hype because, like, working six hours a day has a detrimental effect to your health, to your mental health. Six and just, days a week, you mean? Quality, yeah, six yeah. days a week, and and just the quality of of what you're making. I think and, the issue for me is that a month before a game releases, you should be fucking playing the game, being like, yeah. oh, you should be. Texting, there's a little bug here. QAQC type of stuff yeah, yeah i don't think it should be and and it wasn't that long was it like a, a, a month ago maybe less than a month ago they were like they took out portions of the game because people complained it might be too long so i mean like they were there was, it seems like they're doing a lot of like extreme editing and programming very close to the deadline and i think very close right? I, I i but the issue is if you delay i think they, they put themselves in a in a rock and a hard place you can't have fucking Keanu Reeves going on stage. He just had a commercial come out a few days ago of Keanu Reeves again and all this stuff and all this hype and then be like, we're delaying it because people are going to be like, what the fuck you mean you're delaying? Yeah. Like, like now it's, you're only getting the aggressive people because everyone's expecting this game because you've basically been like, we're done. We're just like, oh, Keanu and this game is dope and it's futuristic GTA or whatever it's supposed to be. And then you're like, uh, we fucked up. Sorry, uh, like people yeah. are gonna be well, so upset, so they can't do that. But bro, mm -hmm. if this game comes out and it's and not it's ready, it sucks bad. It's hard for developers and stuff because I mean, like, yeah, they they set very high expectations of I, like, yeah. here's this game, it's coming out. They have all this hype. They have all these investors who are expecting to like make profit off it at that time, get their money back, stuff like that, you know. And then deadlines coming up, and you're like, well. <laughs> what are we gonna? What do we? What the fuck are we gonna do now? That's the real like, issue. Is games are so expensive now. Games cost millions now. So the issue yeah. is, is that like you're not like, and how business works is it's not like you know, Blizzard's like okay, cool, here's ten million, pop, we paid it all. Take your time. They have investors. There's probably loans involved. There's other things Money involved. Money allocated. Yeah, for a certain amount. Exactly, like, it's a certain amount of year, time. Like they have like a fiscal budget. Yes, it's a promise of return and things like that. So that's where the that's where the deadline comes from. Part of me wishes that they would not spend less, but they would take an. Like, they're like, okay, with the, with this much money and how much we're going to spend, it'll take five years to make this game. But okay. So let's add an additional two years right now. Mm -hmm. And just, yeah. And, and, and if you, cut and the costs. And not, and not cut the, yeah, yeah, exactly. 
right? And then yeah, it's great. Because if you make it early and everything's done, then you could come out and fucking just be like Samuel L. Jackson and fucking Keanu Reeves and fucking I don't know whoever else is fucking yeah. like motherfucking snakes and run the game coming out and everyone's like oh my god and then ten days later the game is out and everyone's fucking hype and buys it. But when you're like hype 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 hype. Oh, we got fucking Titus is making cyberpunk shoes and Keanu Reeves is fucking sucking this dude's dick. And, oh. It's like, oh yeah. my god, it's too fucking it's, much. And then they're like, like, we got, and then you got the, uh, we have to delay the game. And they're like, okay, yeah. turn, turn, turn everything off. Uh, <laughs> it's the, like, oh, under, so the bad. over promise, under deliver type of thing, you know? So bad, man. You just and set yourself up for failure, failure that way. Yep. So, um, so do you, do you think cyberpunk should, Shove in six days a week, or you should, they should try just delay. If it was oh, in, general, in, general, in general, as in general, if it was like any game, basically, I guess delay, delay the game, delay, delay the game. Okay, does that change your opinion? Uh, so I just looked this up. Uh, according to Wiki, I don't know how you know. I hope this is dependable. Uh, it was announced in 2012. Does, it just, does that change your opinion on the game at all? No. If if we've already waited eight years, I can wait six more months, man. So here's the thing: uh, announcing. Okay. Final Fantasy VII Remake was announced when I was fucking born, alright? That's how fucking long we were waiting for that game. And they were showing gameplay, like, five years ago. Like, and they had to delay the fuck out of it. And then, after the game was released, like, a few months later, they are like, Hey guys, we got the code, we got the thumbs up to make the sequel. It's like, what the fuck do you mean you got the thumb that's not done yet? Like, you're just like, how long am I gonna wait? Like... Final Fantasy VII came out so long ago, like in 96 or 7 or whatever like that, as a full game, 60 hours of gameplay, you know, you could even do more if you wanted to, or less if you're a goon, but point is that like, everyone's going to eat up the remake, especially, and I actually really enjoyed it, it's a very cool game, very fleshed out, very nice, but to be like, oh, we're going to make the sequel now, it's like, bro, when am I going to be fucking 50 when the episode 3 comes out, it's like, what is this, I, I, I figured it'd be like, Boom, the next year, the next year. We're not going to get the sequel to Final Fantasy VII Remake for another, like, two fucking years. And Bethesda did the same thing with um, Elder Scrolls Six, where they were like, Elder Scrolls Six, And they're like, that shit's not coming out to, like, 33,000, man. Well, it, sound, it sounds like you're fuming because people are hitting dates, bro. <laughs> yeah. so, like, I just wish they wouldn't fucking for. say anything. That's the thing. So <laughs> Cyberpunk being, like, we announced in 2012 doesn't mean jack shit to me because it could have been some fucking dude in his boxers being like bro this game right space here. futuristic gta boom cyberpunk and they were like perfect announce that shit no team no concept <laughs> just an idea no. and the r and the, and the and the logo and that's nope. what they went with what knew what the game was about just cyberpunk yeah that's why i think they probably yeah <laughs> i dude dude i had a dream cyberpunk what's it about no idea but let's announce it like but it it's, like, cool. it's like it's like it's like and starflight too like that's been announced for a long ass time as like this new like open world Skyrim, Fallout, but space-like thing. I mean, that thing's so far fucking away from being made. It's like, why do you even announce it? Probably because people like me fucking get all hyped up and talk about it. <laughs> I, I mean, but I don't I, give a shit. I don't like it. I mean, you can look look at Apex. That game was never announced. They released, a, they just dropped the beta. They just dropped oh. the game. And no one knew it was coming. You had all these streamers streaming it. And that game did 
very well. Like, you don't have to, like, announce everything. You yeah, you don't got to announce things seven years in advance, bro. I mean, it's got to be like a marketing tactic, right? So it's, there's got to be stats around it where they... Yeah, they... I mean, there's definitely someone who does gets paid a lot more money than I do for marketing for fucking video games. Be like, all right, guys, I know we're, like, 30 years out, but let's announce it. And they're like, <laughs> brilliant. We have all these game announcements. Like, we're not going to keep track of, like, every single game announced for... Let's get years, Tom Holland know? as thirty yeah. as a thirty year old. So ten years from now, we'll have Tom Holland showcase the game. Well, yeah. Do do we tell Tom <laughs> Holland that yet? No, no. But he will be showcasing it in ten years. No, yeah. yeah. It's just like, oh my god. So I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I think it'll be fun. I think a lot of people like it, but I think the overhypedness will make a lot of, of the t- people say good, but overhyped and. That's honestly something that'll make me be like, ah, I'm not gonna buy it. I can only hope that, uh, man, I hope the developers are working extra time. I just hope they are working on a project that they want to work on, and I hope they do a good job. I just hope it's yeah. it's a game that the co- the community appreciates through all their hard work. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm always for delaying games, but I I, I, I never mean, want I, to I, mean, I, yeah. yeah. I didn't make the, I didn't make the decision. So if they're already going to work six days a week, I hope yeah, it's good. I, I hope it, I hope it's a good game, and I hope that the the time that they put in shows right, like, and that that date is was worth it for everybody waiting for this game. Also, I'm gonna I, wait to buy it, but I'm not very fucking happy with WoW being delayed. But I accept. Did you take a vacation time off? No, I'm not. Okay, because no, <laughs> I would have fucking roasted you, bro. Okay, so you guys got anything else to say uh, about the subject? No, overhyped. No. <laughs> so, uh, so next thing, uh, maybe we should, uh, I think, talk about. Maybe uh, you want to talk about Sky Oblivion? Yes, want to do a quick recap. So this is uh, not a recap, but a uh, quick little thing about this. This is pretty not. It's pretty old. It's been being made out for a long time. Uh, it was pretty much released or started being made not too long after Skyrim was released. Someone was like, "I loved Oblivion. I like the new, you know, stuff they done for Skyrim, like the graphics and you know all the UI and whatever." Uh, what if I use the same system but remade Oblivion? So this guy kind of did that. It was very clunky, and a whole team of de- uh, developers and people and programmers and whatever came together. Now they're making this, and uh, the only reason I'm very excited for this is because I think Elder Scrolls Six is so far away from coming out. Like I don't <laughs> think it's coming out for four or five years. That this game, if now that's the thing is if this game comes out in two years, that's going to be a cool thing for that these guys who have made this for everyone just, to come in and just be like, whoa, remastered Oblivion. But these guys aren't just making it like look new. They are updating all the armor, making new armor, updating the creatures, making new creatures. They're making like all new. They're like we are making high class cities with like so like you'll see like you'll know it's a high class town because people are going to be wearing this kind of stuff. There's a big thing on YouTube about it. They're making d- mines, but they're gonna have instead of just an empty mine with like a couple of rats, it's gonna be like owned by a goblin squad or a bunch of minotaurs or some shit like that. So they're 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 overhauling the game. So I think it'll be very cool. Uh, me personally, Oblivion was very fun. Skyrim was very fun. Uh, I still hold Morrowind more to my heart than anything. I think uh, to go into that. Um, my issue with Oblivion and Skyrim was that 
it made it more closed off. What I mean is that like in Morrowind, you could be level one and get Daedric armor. Very rare, pretty tough. You got to go to some remote, remote fucking village and stab this dude in the back while he's sleeping. You get a Daedric like katana or some shit like that. You can get a cool sword, but like you were able to do it. Mm. Whereas in Oblivion, it was like, uh, you can't get this armor until level 30. Which made more it feel like, cheap. More like linear, more right? Yes, very linear, yeah, which made it feel yeah. cheap because then, like, it's like, I'm level 10. Oh, look, all this elven armor. Oh, I'm level 15. Oh, my God, all this glass armor. I remember Morrowind. I spent more time just, like, trying to kill a guard in Morrowind mm-hmm. to get his, like, cool, like, chitin armor or sneak into, like, the gate. I forgot what it's called in Morrowind. And, like, trying to lockpick something that was master lockpicking for an hour finally getting it with a hundred lockpicks and stealing glass armor and being like level five with fucking full glass everything stealing greater soul stones and selling it to the goblin in whatever town it was like i spent so and i remember you just cast fucking make your own spell cast levitate and just fucking walk over a mountain you go where the fuck you want and i felt like oblivion (laughs) skyrim made it more linear I will say that the stories are better, and it's a very fun game. I enjoy them a lot. I had a great time playing all three of them, but I really, really enjoy just being like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. You just want the opportunity to be a complete Now lots of freedom. And, uh, <laughs> I like. I really enjoy that, and I like the nah. fact, yeah. And Daedric armor was like serious shit. I didn't like how it was like, I just killed some Daedric dude, and like I got it. I remember like Max like had to go. I was watching him play, and he was a heavy armor guy. I was always a light armor guy. It's so, like I just like stole the glass armor. And I was like, I'm set. He had to go and kill like Daedric princes and hope they dropped the Daedric armor. Took months for him to finally get, to get the Daedric helmet <laughs> to get fully decked out. And that's the kind of, I I just like that old school hardcore feel. I don't like like killing one Daedric dude because I'm level twenty, being like, oh, I'm Daedric armor full decked now. Cool. <laughs> So, but like I said, I, I went on a tangent. Uh, Skype Living seems really cool. If they it, now, if it takes them too long, if Elder Scrolls Six comes out, no one's gonna give a fuck about that game because they're gonna yeah, be like, yeah. "Why yeah, would I play Oblivion when I got Elder Scrolls 6 It has to be one of those interim games where it's like, it's like yeah. this game came out, and everyone enjoys it because there's the where they're waiting on the other game. Yeah, so it better if, if if it comes out in two years, it, it should be it should be perfect timing. Banger, 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 right? Anything you want to say about that? Oh, I actually, I haven't played any of the Elder Scrolls games, so, uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't do that, Matt. Listen, listen. That's okay. I didn't, I didn't get far in them. I did play yeah. them. I, I played like, <laughs> I played ten minutes of Skyrim. Uh, are you proud of me? No. Okay, listen, whatever. New World Alpha came out, so I, I don't know what you want me to do. And the beta. Skyrim so. came out like eight years ago. What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't have a computer back then. It's do okay. Do we do we want to move on or? Yeah, I'm, I'm. Yeah, let's move on. I just wanted to touch okay. on that. I'm just excited. I just I love Elder Scrolls, and I think it's cool that a whole community is doing that. Also, they were like, "Yo, if you're a programmer and you want to get in, like, see how it is developing a game with a full team." Let us know. They're like very open to letting anyone come into it. Right. We we need people. We need cool. warm bodies. Help. That's probably what it was. They're like, we need <laughs> six days a week. All right. Yeah. Basically, okay. they're probably working more than that. So, uh, in our earlier podcast, we uh, we mentioned well, recently we've only really talked about kind of like gaming and like all that aspects. But then in our, uh, I think our intro podcast, we also said that we kind of just talk about whatever the fuck we want. And so uh, I think today we're going to bring in the aspect of traditional sports. 
And uh, I think Ray wants to take it off and we'll play talk about the NBA currently. Yeah, so obviously um, NBA Finals has started. Um, we have Lakers versus Miami. Miami and I Brown James. Um, <laughs> I, I think we all, uh, for me, I already know the Lakers are going to win. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, I want Miami to win. But, me, I don't know. Jimmy Butler, uh, baby. Uh, I think they're 2-0 right now. Spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm, I'm a big basketball fan, so being able to watch, you know, basketball again because of covid you know shutting everything down it's been a real treat for me um yeah so it seems like the lakers are just like a, i mean the powerhouse team right yeah yeah giving lebron james like three months of like chill time was so yeah. bad because that's the issue is that he gets in the playoffs he's like i'm fucking tired man my <laughs> hurts from carrying this team yeah so now he comes in fresh and he's like i'm cool i had a whole I, he had a whole offseason now he's in the playoffs it's stupid yeah and the and guy is Anthony Davis. Yeah, to, and the guy's thirty five. And the issue is that thirty five is like old in sports, but it's only old in sports because once you hit the playoffs, like you get tired. And the younger guys, when they're twenty five, twenty six, can they they can handle it a little bit more. But when you're thirty five, you're still in the peak of your fitness, pretty much. And you get three months off. As long as you're not being an idiot, you are prime, baby. And he has all the experience. <laughs> He's been in the. He goes to the finals every fucking year. Like this guy is ready yeah. to go. Oh yeah, yeah. LeBron's smurfing on everyone. So okay, okay. So so we know so we know Lakers are the powerhouse team. But uh, as far as Miami Heat go, do you have any um, any star players that maybe aren't getting the spotlight? Butler. But I mean Butler. Butler, but, Butler is finally getting his because he. I think he's deserved and he's worked pretty hard to get to this point and to be. I think he deserves to be in the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that team has a lot of unknown players. You know, uh, we have a rookie like. Tyler Hero, and I think Kendrick Nunn's also a rookie. Um, Bam Abadeo is a sophomore. Um, Sorry, where's where's Tyler Hero coming from? He comes, uh, he is originally from Wisconsin, I think, and he played college ball at Kentucky. Hmm. Um, He was, I think, pretty highly rated coming out of his senior year in uh, high school, um, and then didn't do so well in Kentucky. I just, I don't think they played toward his style like he wasn't the star on the team necessarily um and then he got drafted i think pretty late like 14th or 13th by miami and he had an okay rookie season and then i I don't know what happened in the playoffs man but he just started smurfing off people um and you know shout out to him for doing his thing um and kendrick nunn who's also a rookie uh i don't know that team's tough but I, i just don't think they have like the experience and just the overall talent to match with the Lakers, you know, you have Anthony Davis and yeah, LeBron just, James and definitely LeBron. a position for definitely a young uh, group yeah. of players. Right? LeBron James, LeBron James. So it, it, it's tough, but it's nice seeing them. So, um, so you already said spoiler earlier. It was two zero. Do you have uh, a final prediction? I've won six. If, or not five one, I would, yeah. uh, four one, <laughs> four two, and for the uh, I think the Lakers are gonna have nine wins and nine the, uh, wins. They're winning gonna have, all the games. The Heat's gonna have two losses. Well, I saw uh, on Twitter the other day, Lakers uh, Lakers and six was trending, so I assume everyone has Lakers and six. So yeah, we'll go with the four two. I'm saying Lakers. Um, Lakers survive. Lakers five. So moving on, that uh, a big uh, big fight from last weekend. Uh, Ooh, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, the yeah. fight, so. Which is, uh, 
I think Adesanya fits perfectly with our podcast too, considering we're very nerd culture like. And that dude always his earlier fights was like throwing fucking pokeballs at people that were <laughs> yeah, knocked out. He, he, he always yeah. he wears an, hand signs. Yeah, he wears an Akatsuki robe and he does like hand signs. He's yeah. he's such a G man and uh I will say the dude is extremely cocky. But he also it's it's one of those like it's just I don't like believe that whole wishing things in the universe, but he he does. He said years ago I follow a podcast Flagrant Two that they 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 talk to him all the time, like interview him personally, and he was like, I want to beat the fuck out of Costa because that dude's on roids, and I want to prove it to everyone. And uh, bro, here we are, and he beat the shit out of him like that. Yeah. Like I, I so I got- if you're a big UFC guy, you're like, what a great fight, so tactical. If you're not a big UFC guy, which I'm not, like I, I watch it, it's fun. Just a but I'm not like, yeah. yeah, I'm a spectator. It's kind of boring. He's kicked the shit out of them and then finally kicked him in the head me, and then yeah. whooped his ass. Yeah. I wasn't like a brawl, which that's what I like to see personally. But yeah, I mean, t- technically, I mean, he just got torn apart and uh, the leg, dude. And yeah, I love how he called out apart. his um who was the guy he fought before? Uh Yamero or Romero. Uh, yeah. I like how he was like, you all thought that I was, I wasn't shit after that fight. Oh, how he's so boring. Well, look at me now, baby. I'm fucking whooping ass again. Like, and now I think after Costa, uh, I think, I mean, he's beaten a lot of people in his division. I don't know if there's a lot of challengers. Yeah. Now people like, have to prove themselves. Cause I think Costa was really the last one that he personally yeah. wanted to fight. And that, he wants I to fight know, the best. Man. Costa didn't really put up much of a fight. Like, well, it was dude, very one-sided. He just got his ass. It seemed like he just beat. didn't have answers, yeah. dude. To like, and he was showboating yeah. the whole time. How silly, man! Yeah. And then he got butt fucked, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! Okay. But I will say, Costa <laughs> will whoop my ass off. Yeah, we're watching. We, we, we might get him on the podcast. So he might be I, I don't think he can walk right now. I'm just saying. Yo, I, I was trying to look up pictures of his leg afterwards. I couldn't find it, but that has to be hamburger meat. Oh yeah, it's that, so, yeah. so bad. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, it was real bad. I think after he got knocked out, I think he just stayed on the ground. Like, he couldn't, like, oh, stand no. up. Dude. Like, <laughs> well, like, I was, well, the podcast was just, like, broke down the fight, and they're like, they, he just kicked a shot of his leg till he couldn't, he, you can't throw a jab anymore. You can't lead. Like, you're fucked. Yeah, you know, he can't yeah, yeah. on the leg, dude. Like, I personally, I think the only shot Calista had would to have just gone uber aggressive. Because yeah. Adesanya yeah. has eight inches on you. So all you can do is just get in there and be like like Tyson, basically. Yeah. Tyson yeah, he, didn't he, have he, reach. He just had that mean left hook and aggressiveness. And I think Costa just all he could have done was just hop in that bitch and go for it. Because if yeah. you don't, if you stay out outside, I mean, you're just going to get picked apart. Yeah, yeah I don't I know how. Like if, yeah. that was gonna, if that was going to go five rounds, I don't know how he would. I don't know how that fight goes five rounds at all. No. Honestly, yeah, he was. Just... It would have went like the, the Romero fight, which is he just gets picked apart. <laughs> And honestly, Romero did better than Costa. Romero actually got some hits in. Yeah, I mean that was a very slow fight, and it was. It was yeah, boring. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it, was, it was boring. But it went five rounds, right? I think. I think it went five rounds. Yeah, it went five yeah. rounds because no one did anything. <laughs> yeah, it just threw. A well, I mean, and then... I mean, yeah, Adesanya is not going to go in because I mean, yeah. here's the thing: you're you're going for wins. You're not going to appease me, yeah. who's never fucking done any sort of fighting in his life. No. So I, I, I mean, it, it's like how judge. Floyd Floyd Mayweather fights. I mean, he's very technical. He doesn't. He's not yeah. wild. He Best just scores points, ever, bro. and that's it. Undefeated, yeah. and he wins. Yeah, you win. That's it. Game over. <laughs> uh, speaking of boxing, McGregor Pacquiao. That this is troll. It's so troll, <laughs> man. It's 
This is the biggest money grab since. Well, I mean, it's McGregor, so it's the biggest money grab since Mayweather. Yeah. I have no idea, but How's, everyone's, yeah, everyone's going to watch it because it, everyone money. wants to watch McGregor get his yeah. ass beat. It, and everyone wants money. to watch the off chance of McGregor getting a lucky hit. I'm so no, it's, so, it's just like weird. It's like, it, bro. So Floyd has a very non-aggressive fight style, right? And I I think he was playing with McGregor. I don't think Pacquiao is going to... He's not going to do that. He's not going to run around the <laughs> ring and let McGregor just swing at him. I think he, Pacquiao he, is going to whoop his ass. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, because McGregor didn't really get his ass beat; he just kind of got picked apart, and then that was the fight. I think yeah. Pacquiao is gonna whoop his ass. Pacquiao is a, an aggressive boxer, yeah. very opposite of Floyd Mayweather. So, it, it's gonna be a fun fight to watch. Um, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. So yeah, I'm gonna I mean, be. I'm, I'm be still that's like. That's why I'm, I'm gonna buy it on pay per view. I'm gonna watch it, and that's what it's gonna be. But it, oh, wait, uh, okay. Speaking of Floyd Mayweather, isn't he fighting uh, Logan Paul? Oh, which is yeah, that's so weird. dumb. Logan Even Paul. Memes, dude. More of a troll fight. But I would love to. I want to watch Logan Paul get his ass beat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love how people are like, but the weight class. I'm like, Logan Paul doesn't know how to fight, though. Like, yeah. That guy lost to KSI. Yeah. I mean, uh, Logan Paul, could Logan Paul yeah. beat me up? Of course. Yes, I get it. But Mayweather? This is the arguably the best boxer ever. Yeah. He's gonna whoop his ass. It's a money grab. And people are gonna do it because they don't like Logan Paul and they want to watch him get his ass beat. And Logan Paul is gonna make millions. Yeah, I don't know. Whoever's doing the marketing, did they? They're by the way, money. by the way, Pacquiao or McGregor or anyone else, you can whoop my ass and I'll get a million bucks down. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up, baby. Let's do it. Sign me up, man. Yeah. So I don't give a I'm fuck. Down. I have millions totally of dollars. Down. I'll take a, I'll take a beating. Brock yes. Lesnar, let's do this. I think you're uh, pussy. I, I'm not fighting Brock Lesnar <laughs> for a million. Oh, give me a million. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Uh, I pay off my nah. student loans. That, what is he like? Two thirty, two fifty. Stack just like. Yeah, I'll take one punch. On me and one punch. Me. I'll get one punch. Get a million, and then after I pay off my wife's nice student loans, then I'll be broke even. <laughs> i mean it, are we allowed to just get in there throw in the towel and then that's it now you gotta okay. get now you gotta get you gotta get beat up yeah get knocked out dog <laughs> i'm running in circles man hands down oh, yeah this... i'm like <laughs> run on the cage like ah! yeah. spider monkey uh nfl real quick real quick sure <laughs> You do, do you want to talk about that real quick? I mean, I, Cam Newton just tested positive for uh, coronavirus, and so did like the three, of the, yeah. three of the Titans players. So it was kind of weird to see how like the schedules work out and everything. Because like, what do they do if like a team? Uh, I think they, I delayed, think they can't they just play. Delayed, yeah, they just delay the game for a little bit. They delay it, or they just the forfeit? Steelers and the Titans are still going to play, so it's delayed. I mean, you can, I guess, technically still test all the players prior to the game, right? I just I don't know, man. It doesn't seem like right now the NFL is gonna have a longevity this season. It's not if looking people, good with people. If getting people infected. Yeah, if people keep getting infected, it's just I don't know. I mean, a bunch of people in basketball got infected, but they were getting infected during the downtime. Mm. Yeah, and I'm I mean, pretty sure right now during the finals, I'm pretty sure they're just not testing people. <laughs> Yikes! I mean, that's a very it's it's more controlled there though, right? They only allow certain NFL doesn't have any restrictions on, on their players, right? In terms uh, of no, they do, and they don't like a lot of teams don't even allow anyone in. Okay, those restrictions. 
I mean, here's I the thing. We're... How many restrictions could you have when you're in a basketball or a, a basketball court fucking rubbing up against each other? Same thing with a football court. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, in is. terms of like outside of that, like staff and everything. Or well, like yeah. Staff and like you're you're in a controlled area like they're in the bubble and they don't let people in and out. Whereas NFL players, they're free to do whatever yeah. outside of football. Right. Yeah. Mm. I'm not too. Sh- I don't know. That's a good question. So it, I don't know. I think you probably know more about. Be interesting. It will be. Do you want? To, do you want to talk about the Cowboys record? Anyways, uh, <laughs> so they didn't have that good comeback though, right? Against the Falcons, we don't talk about the Falcons anymore. Tom yes. Brady, uh, very interesting Buccaneers. I'd like to see. Uh, I don't think they're gonna. I think they'll do decent this year. I think this is the year that proves whether Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady's a good quarterback, but. I think it's going to prove to a lot of people who don't like him whether he's a good quarterback or not. If that makes sense. Like if, he doesn't, if, if he doesn't get to the playoffs, people are going to say he sucks. And personally, I think Tom Brady should just fucking should have retired with the Patriots. It's so if, if weird. he doesn't get to the playoffs, yeah, he'll he'll definitely get some flack. But I oh mean, yeah, he, he, rightfully so. Rightfully how you, so. How can you say he's not like one of the best? Like that's played the game. Yeah, he's great. And honestly, the Buccaneers suck, and they're what two and one now. I'm not a Patriots fan. I fucking yeah, hate Patriots. Yeah, I know. So. Um, also, I think, let's see what else. Um, we're not talking about the Cowboys. Uh, Packers <laughs> are popping off. Packers are popping off. Uh, watching the games and the, the it's, it's going great, man. Um, I also heard a rumor that Aaron Rodgers will act like his mic doesn't work to call his own place. It's Aaron Rodgers. So I mean, it's working. So right. it's Aaron Rodgers, bro. I'm like, what? What's the play? What's the play? If I'm Matt who's the you know Packers head coach, I'm like, yo. Yeah, call your own plays, dog. You're good. You want me to do a you want me to do a running back toss? Okay. All right. Hail Mary. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I mean Hail Mary. It's like, okay. Well, it's man, it's, it's your quarterback. Are you like You should have trust in your quarterback enough yeah. for him to call uh, well, I, I personally think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league right now. He is so good. He is he is so accurate. I mean, so Patrick accurate, Mahomes so is doing some work right now. Patrick Mahomes is also good. So like, Mahomes is gonna be the new style, Yeah, Mahomes is going to be I give it to Aaron right now because he's only got a few years left. Mahomes though is is top notch, man. He it's his oh, yeah. everyone said called it his league, and I mean rightfully so. He's crushing it, man. Yeah, I mean yeah. you can't you can't I mean you can't you can't talk bad about the guy. I mean he's he's smurfing on people, so yeah. Yeah. Doing very good. Um any other other final thoughts? We are an hour and a half. So oh. No, uh just uh going back to the league thing and I uh hope for NA. Yep, hope Renee. Yep. I would like to make a comment that um, we are now going to be recording on Saturdays. Uh, episodes should probably still be released on the same time. So this is why we skipped a week um, because we wanted to bring Ray in. Also, we were changing days. So it was either record twice a week or just say fuck it and skip a week. And I think we're busy. So yeah. So now we'll be still doing continual weekly podcasts. Um, so like and subscribe. You can find us in any podcast that uh, or any place that shows podcasts. We're on YouTube. And what else are we on? Oh, we're going to get our own website and Facebook soon, right? I know we're working on, on a website, Facebook. Not we'll, yet. I mean, we'll be on multiple social medias eventually. Yeah. We will be. In, so as soon as we get all that set up, we will announce that we are on those social medias, but we are in the works <laughs> to be. Yeah. Uh, work, we're working on currently. And we're getting a logo set up. So we are, we're, we're on the way, boys and girls. 
Jay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we're making it. We're making it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, tell your friends. Hide your, hide your kids. Hide your wife. Let everyone know. Thanks for listening. Peace. Thanks, everybody.